you guys and welcome back to another episode of College Girl Chronicles. I'm your advisor, Kingston, and I hope you guys are doing well. I'm super excited for today's episode because I have a very, very special guest. Um, a good friend of mine, Victoria, who is also the owner of Latina 504, which is, y'all, is so cute. So, hi, Victoria. Hey, Kingston. I'm so excited to have you today. So, we're going to get started with the questions. So first, since we are College Girl Chronicles, I want to know what you're studying in school currently, what your major is, and what your future plans are with your degree. Alrighty, I am in nursing school. Um, this coming up fall semester will be my sophomore year, or like my, yeah, my sophomore year. My sophomore and a half year. <laughs> um, I plan on, um, I want to really do neonatal nursing because I originally wanted to be a teacher, but a lot of people um, persuaded me to do nursing instead. And I'm glad that I did because um, I really do feel like I was placed on this planet to make the world a better place. So it's baby steps, whatever helps. I like the medical field, you already know, like that's my field and so that's really mm-hmm. exciting to me because I'm going to be you know working with like pregnant moms and like delivering the babies so that's like my whole that's my whole area right there so, and it goes hand in hand right so once I deliver the babies we pass them on to you so there we go. so yeah I, I think that's super exciting and I'm glad that I mean there are so many people that are pursuing medicine but I think the difference and you and I have had conversations before Mm -hmm. I think the difference between people um who like medicine is like their whole heart that's what they they feel like God is leading them to do in their lives Mm -hmm. versus people who are like I just want to make money and that's why I'm going to be a doctor I think that is um I think that's why you and I connect so much when it comes to like medicine because it's it's really what's in our heart. Um, right. Even though it's two separate things um, and we have a different idea, it's still the same motive. And so I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate your like passion for medicine and nursing. And I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I'm a very big advocate for that as well. I don't really care for people that just do it because either they were forced into it or they, um, like you said, the money thing. Because we have too many people, especially right now in the medical field, that just don't care about their job. They just want their paycheck. And which is why nobody gets tended to the way that they need to be tended to. Right. And I I think um, there's been... A conversation on social media and I, I guess in, in the news as well where people of color are not mm-hmm. being treated properly when it comes to people in the medical field um, and especially in the neonatal part exactly and, nursery. Mm-hmm. and so I, I'm that's another reason why I'm really grateful like well I'm I, don't, I guess yeah grateful and also really excited because you are a person of color and so you understand where I'm coming from, where I'm like, we need more people of color in the medical field. So that's super exciting. I'm so ready for that. Nurse Victoria, y'all, check her out. <laughs> so next, I want to talk about your brand. 
which I think is so dope. Like when I saw the logo and I saw the t-shirts, I was like, this is so cute. Like <laughs> nobody in their right mind would not think that this is like, like the best thing that they have ever seen. Like it's so cute. So I want you to give everybody just a brief description of your brand. So my brand is Latina 504 and my vision for it was to give us light on the Latin community, not just girls, because a lot of people have like, they were like, Latina, that's that's the feminine version of Latino. But it's not that, it's just you're showing support to our community. And I'm a Latina, so I, it wouldn't make sense to put Latino 504. Um, so basically that's what my vision was for that. I just wanted to show light on Spanish community, especially in New Orleans, because we don't really have one. And those that do have one, have a, a light, and that are able to use their platform don't really use it in the in the way of showing light on us in a positive way to where they're educating because I also mm-hmm. wanted to educate people as well and um that's why my my slogan is it's not a label it's a brand because it's something coming for everybody um and I coming growing up from being raised by Latinos and being raised around Black people is like there's so much that's alike, but I believe that both sides of cultures aren't as educated enough on either side about each other. Right. So it's like they tend to push each other away instead of coming up, coming together, which they should do because, like I said, there really is a lot more in common than people think that there is. A hundred percent. I agree. Um, I never understood why um, our two sides were pitted against each other. And you and I had a, a conversation um, pretty recently on mm-hmm. on Twitter about the similarities and the difference between the Black and Hispanic community and, you know, how similar our oppression is and, and that whole thing. So I think that the the idea of the brand is amazing and I like the fact that um, you are definitely making sure that people know that the Hispanic and Latin community is very much alive and well in New Orleans I mean Mm -hmm. it literally goes back to um, when Louisiana was occupied by the Spanish in like the 1800s y'all don't quote me listen my mm-hmm. field is, is medicine not history but you know so it's it's a lot of similarities we basically I mean from music to the way we interact with family and friends like we are so similar and I think it's it's a beautiful idea to like to merge our two cultures and then the heritage and the culture of New Orleans you know I'm, I'm here I'm here for it so with that being said um, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but like what inspired you to start your brand? And I mean, you talked about the name, but I think I have an idea of where the name came from. But like, if you want to expound on that a little bit. Well, actually, um, it was like it wasn't a pre-planned thing. Like it wasn't something like I had been plotting on. Like It kind of just happened. So me and my best friend were supposed to have a photo shoot and it was 90s themed, like the the 90s mall picture that our parents used to take in high school. (laughs) So that's where the airbrush idea came from. 
and I was on Etsy actually and I was just scrolling down trying to think of like an airbrush thing to put on there and both me and my best friend are Latinas so I was like well what if I just put Latina on it I guess like because mm-hmm. there's nothing really like that you can just go in the store and buy so um and then I kept scrolling and they had one that you can put a word and a number and I was like I'm gonna put Latina 504 on it and then when it came in the mail I saw it and I visualized I was like what if I just turn this into a brand like because they didn't they didn't create it it was my idea they just painted it and so one day I just called my dad and I was like well what if I do this into into a t-shirt or something because a lot of people since high school have been telling me why you don't start your own clothing line blah 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 because for one short period of time, I did like customize things, but it was too much. And at that time, I didn't know about profit and all that. I was losing more money than I was getting. And um, so my dad came up with the idea. He was like, well, why don't you, instead of finding somebody to airbrush that'll cost buku money, why don't you just turn it into a screen print? That way it can be an everyday shirt and just have the nostalgia of a 90s airbrush t-shirt. And that's where it came from. I like the idea of the airbrush. I think it's so cute. I actually, um, not too long before I saw um, your logo, I wanted to get like the Dicky Utility suit and I mm-hmm. wanted to go get it airbrushed. And then you, I'm like, this is cute. Like, girl, so yeah. if you ever thinking about doing some utility suits, girl, holla at me because I need one. <laughs> I had thought about making myself one too with the uh, the logo in the back. I just have to find somebody to do it. It's, and it's very uh, dicky suits are very expensive. They are. I was I was just looking. They like fifty dollars for the utility suits. And, and then you have to pay somebody to fix it. Exactly. So, um, in June, I, I'm pretty sure everybody by now knows. And I kind of talked about this last month um, with the just injustice that's happening the murders of of black people um from that situation to the situation that's happening at the border and Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd just it was just like back-to-back situations that was happening and one day I was on Twitter and I saw that you retweeted um uh, I, I don't want to say like a flyer, but it was like information on a march that was happening in June. And mm-hmm. we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm like, I got to be there. Like, I don't care mm-hmm. what's going to happen. I gotta have to be there. And so I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, over a thousand people were like liking and retweeting it. Is that that's correct? That's an accurate number? Yeah, it was about a 1.5 thousand. Okay, um, look at how it was. I actually- <laughs> <laughs> I actually still getting likes and retweets. I don't know why it's still getting likes and retweets, but it's still getting liked and retweeted like every so often. I think that's that's dope. Number one, because you know maybe they trying to they trying to have a part two, because it rained Probably. it rained that day. Um, so I want to ask what, and I know you said that your brand and the creation of your brand stems from the Rays of Love March this past June. Mm-hmm. So what was your experience like and what was your hand in planning that march? So this was actually supposed to be like a, like a friend thing. Like a, I'm just going to pass this on my social media. Y'all show up if y'all want to. It's just going to be us type thing. 
So the girl, Melanie Medina, that's the founder, the actual founder of Rays of Love, um, she sent me the information and then something just told me, it might have been God actually, but he just, something just told me, I might as well just put it on Twitter. So I put it on Twitter and then all of a sudden, like you said, it just blew up out of nowhere and we were not expecting for it to become that big. Right. And um, the the biggest Black Lives Matter movement um, organization in New Orleans is Take Em Down NOLA. Um, and one of their organizers reached out to me and was like, hey, do y'all need, and they're older, they're like um, middle 30, like they're, you know, like our parents age. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of tried to reach out to us to be our mentor so we don't go left with it. And so they, we had meetings like every other day, I want to say, they just kept making sure we were on our stuff and that we were going to do this to the right way. And actually, when we had a follow-up meeting for the um, the March after everything finished and everybody, you know, collect recollected themselves and all that, they told us that we had one of the biggest marches in the city and we were actually the only people at the time in the city we were the youngest people in the city to start a march that's dope because i i remember that day um it started at 12. i woke up super early and my boyfriend and i went and i was like my mom's like it's gonna rain it's supposed to storm i think we were Mm -hmm. having a tropical storm that was coming in and i was like no matter what i have I have to be there and so me my boyfriend my cousin and his wife showed up and when we got there I was honestly in awe of how like when we were spread out it's like oh you know it's a nice crowd mm-hmm. but when we actually started marching and I looked back it was people literally like y'all I lied to you not it was over a, a mile of like it was like they kept coming and people were showing up late so then they were meeting us where we were people were texting their friends to join us there were people on um the side of the streets that we were marching on that were passing out water i i think you guys did an amazing job i'm like super proud i ended up like while we were actually in the middle of the march i started crying i'm a baby and i was just like i was so happy and like so proud of you guys um because it's something that I, I feel like our city needed and I, I feel like they needed to see young people out there on the on the front lines, like, you know, number one, representing for our city, but also saying that this is not a problem that we have with each other, that it's a whole other mm-hmm. generation. And so that was amazing. I saw you running. You were, you know, you were on your job. I was like, oh my God, like, look at Victoria. I was, I'm so proud. I'm really proud. I was out there like you seen, but I didn't even know I was dead in shape. But the, you, with the next day pay for it. I, when I tell you, when I woke up that next morning, I was like, yeah, I can't go anywhere, y'all. I'm, yeah. I, my, my legs hurting. Yes. Oh my God. The pain of it, the pain of it all. But, but uh, it was worth it. It was. And so I want to ask, with that being said, with the crowd being as large as it was. Um, and I want to point out that at the march, it was not, it was a, a mixed crowd, but the majority of the people there were not people of color. Right. Um, wait, so what was, what was the question? I'm sorry. No, if you, <laughs> if you want to, you know, talk a little bit about that, about, you know, the, the crowd that you saw. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, 
I actually went to a protest before that so that I could just get the vibe of like what was gonna happen because that was my first time doing that and like we said it wasn't supposed to be that big mm -hmm. and so when I went to take them down Nola's first protest that they had for Black Lives Matter I got the feel and it was it, it was a sense of unity and I actually felt very comfortable because you know me I'm very small I'm very like I'm four <laughs> I'm four ten I'm not that big right. I get very anxious around big crowds especially when I can't see or I don't know what's going on um that sense of not knowing what's about to happen next uh makes me very anxious but they had me they had me and um the two other founders of Rays of Love in the front and they kept an eye on us so I felt very safe um and then like we were saying to uh, us as Rays of Love we were saying New Orleans is just different like our white people are very different um, right especially the ones that live like actually live in the French Quarter and the city um so I will say I was very proud of New Orleans for that. Uh, and after that same night, I actually made a post and I was like, uh, there wasn't a lot of people out. We were the youngest ones out there. I want to say they had babies, but you know, they don't really know what's going on. Um, but we were like the only people in our age range until we got to the jailhouse. Um, mm -hmm. That's in the neighborhood started coming out and was like, oh, well, let me see what this is about. And I couldn't even do nothing but smile at them because it made me really happy. And so that's why when we have the Rays of Love March, it made me even happier because almost the whole crowd was people in college and high right. school, which was what we wanted. And it wasn't just a protest, like it was um, a showcase of black boy joy and black girl joy. And we had like, we had music playing throughout the whole thing. We wasn't just chanting and it wasn't all about being angry. And we educated, and we had stops of um, education as well. So every, it was like an experience. It was interactive. It wasn't just straight to the point. Let's chant all the way down. Like, so that's why I really enjoyed ours because I felt like it was more like a parade than a protest, but we still got our point across. Right. And, and while we were marching there, there were people coming out of their houses, offering water and mm -hmm. snacks to the protesters there were people stopping in their cars um you know honking there honking. yeah it, it was it was definitely this was my first experience at a march or protest and mm -hmm. i definitely can say that there were people just like sharing their ex experience with one another people who didn't even know each other or were talking to each other or you know helping each other out along the way which i was absolutely beautiful and so with that being said i want to know what do you hope that people that attended um the rays of love march what do you hope that they got out of that experience um i really hope that the people our age and younger that were looking at us like um with, like role models i hope that they got our points which was that you can you you're you're little no matter how big or small you are you can make a difference whether you're one person five or a million you can make a difference even if it's a small itty bitty change which was again one of my another reasoning why i decided to come up with my brand because it's it's really is baby steps and it may not seem like a big difference to you but to other people that's from the outside looking in, you don't know how much of an impact that can make on that one person. Right. I think that's dope. So 
let me just say okay like i said when i saw you were doing your shirt like your your merch okay because again y'all this is a brand okay this is not just t-shirts this is a whole bigger um situation and i i think that like i never would have expected like this from you i was shocked i was like i mean victoria you are amazing as is and then here we come with a whole brand i was just i was taking i was taking aback okay but my issue was this when you first started putting them out i was like this is dope i love it i love the idea me and my boyfriend would talk about it, and he's like yeah i saw victoria and you know her her line of shirts and stuff like it like it's cute so i was i was literally about to hit you up like let me get let me get one of these shirts girl but the issue was this okay homegirl is black okay i am right not even okay i wish but i'm not and so do you have to be hispanic latina like like do you have do you have to be just hispanic to wear this brand because my feelings i was like I don't know. I didn't want to affect. I think, especially with black people, you know, what it was right, on. and we yeah. don't want to. We know what it's like to be offended, and we know what it's like to be appropriated, um, and for our culture to be taken and be used by a whole another race of people. So, do you have to be just Hispanic to represent and wear your brand? No, you do not. And I've got this question 50 million times. <laughs> um, you do not. Because like, like I said, if you're wearing it, you're basically showing support to our community. Um, Hispanic people don't really get offended. Uh, more to say, um, we actually appreciate when people um, take our cultures. Like, I don't like even if you've been on a trip to like a, a, Span- a Hispanic country or a Latin country uh we're very welcoming people we love like we like we like like you know the videos that we see on twitter and instagram with the black boy dancing Mm -hmm. and to the music we like that type of stuff um so no speaking from my experience personally no uh we do not get offended um it it was for me to like i said show support to the latin community and for other people to do so as well um, I also, I do have brown skin girls I look for coming as Ooh. well. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I had to do something for y'all. I had to. Um, so we have that. And then Afro-Latina is going to be one. And then I'm going to do one, of course, for New Orleans, the West Bank Uptown, Downtown 504. So there's more coming. Like I said, that's why we said it's a label, not a brand. But um, Latina 504 will be the the main focus because like I said I, I told my mom I had a conversation with my mom about this I was like I don't really know how I feel about making profit off of something that's not me right. you know and um but see, I I'm surround like you know all my all of my friends are black um so I it was out of respect for them I talked to them I talked to everybody about it before I went ahead and did it they were like no you should go do it and so I do have something coming for y'all as well. And I, I feel like we'll we'll definitely appreciate that. I mean, you are like a social media famous girl. So, of course, the girls are going to love it. <laughs> um, and I, now that I know, because 
I wanted to like, I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure if it was okay before like wearing it and repping it. But you know, I support you 110%. So I need to get me a shirt, ma'am. Like I, I need it. Like I need that in my life. Yep. <laughs> you. I actually, uh, I should be restocking this week and the website should be opening this week as well. Um, but while we're talking about people that you, when you were asking, um, do I have to be Latina? The boys were asking me the same thing. And I actually was surprised by how many boys ordered it without me saying anything. But the boys, um, it's unis- it's a unisex mm-hmm. shirt. So it's for boys and girls. Like I said, it's showing support for Latinas in general. You don't have to be Latina. It's not a label. Right. So, which when I saw um, some of the pictures that you posted from the photo shoot, I was like, "Oh my god, it is so many guys!" Yeah. And they were so proud <laughs> to be wearing their shirt. Yeah. Shout out to them because I love and the, them. And the dearly. pictures are bomb, bomb. And that was another thing. I didn't even pay a photographer because I was like, "I'm not about to pay five hundred dollars to get nine pictures." Exactly. <laughs> so. We won gay and we did that ourselves. I edited everything by myself. I stayed up for like three days straight. But no, they cute. look yes, so yes. good. I showed my mom and she was like, these are so cute. Oh my God, I love it. Like, my mom is so extra, but <laughs> we love the pictures. Even the picture of you um, that I believe you did. You did have a photographer for the picture that I used for the flyer, which is so cute. Yeah. That was by Eli. Eli did that one. That was my CEO I love it. picture. Like, and so, so I need a shirt and I need shorts, okay? So when the website drops or whatever, because I know you're going to be sold out, like, let me know so I can, like, you know, slide in there and get my, my little stuff, girl, because I need to be repping, too. Yep, we will be on it. The website should be dropping, hopefully, this week because um, I'm about to go back to my nurse world tomorrow, so. Aw, are you excited yeah. about that? <laughs> I am, but I'm not. Like, I'm kind of scared because I don't want to get sick and I don't want to get anybody sick. But, I mean, if that's what my career is going to be, I got to get used to it. Right. Oh, that's exciting. Well, I hope you have a first, a good first day back. And we have a couple more minutes left. So, I do want to ask you a bonus question, if that's okay. So, I know that you, uh, you talked a little bit about how this was just, like, something that was, like... In the moment that you decided to do um mm-hmm. and i know that business is difficult um my mom i've watched my mom run her business and business is not for the faint of heart at all so mm-hmm. i want to know what has been your greatest lesson that you've learned so far in business oh i would say keep pushing um I had a lot. The devil was trying to work mighty hard when I, like that first week that I had dropped, um, when I had made deliveries, because I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> that, was, that was another thing. Lesson I learned, I am not delivering door to door no more. But um, my car AC broke down in the middle of my first day of delivery. Oh no. Uh, yes, my period came down on the second time I was doing <laughs> delivery. <laughs> like it was, just something happening back to back and it, but I kept, I had to keep pushing because I mean the people bought their shirt I can't like not just give them their shirt thankfully I had I have a very good support team and very good friendships and a lot of people offered to help 
either let me use their car or come ride with me to make the drop-offs. So I'm very thankful for them. But that would be my um, biggest lesson. If it's for you, if God made that plan and purpose for you, he's going to find a way for it to happen. So just sit back and enjoy the ride, even if that ride don't have any <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> now, I agree. I think, like I said, business is not, it's not easy. There are going to be times where you literally want to give up and you're like, this is over. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, like you said, you know, you. Mm-hmm. this isn't the first time that you, you've done something like this or, you know, stepped into business. Um, and that first time was not easy. So I definitely agree that you have to persevere through everything. Um, mishaps are gonna happen, like riding with no AC. <laughs> but you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep going and give the people what they want. And the people are excited and really happy about these shirts. And like I said, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna put it on here for the record, okay, y'all. I need my shirt, and <laughs> if. I have to, I I got, if I got to come pick it up, if I got to sit in front of my door for it to come in the mail, whatever I got to do to get my shirt, girl, (laughs) I'm getting my shirt. So I could be, you know, so I could be repping too. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to know where everybody else is getting to know it. So yeah, I'm so happy that you joined me today. I can't even believe it's over. Like, I had so much fun. I know, like we, we're at 32 minutes. So I'm so happy that you joined me today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, girl, because I know you got work in the morning. Okay, she's about multiple streams of income. <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing. Uh, if that's like I said, guys, God's gonna find a way because I needed a new car and all of a sudden they texted me out of nowhere. So right. God's timing is always right. <laughs> and so before we go, just let everybody know where they can find you on Instagram, wherever. Um, and we'll keep everybody updated on the progress of your website. Alrighty. So my website, it I do have my domain name. It is Latina504.com. No extra hyphens or anything behind it. Um, my my personal Instagram is Vic V I C. Angeline A-N-G-E-L-Y-N and then the brand's Instagram is Latina504 that the brand awesome so you guys make sure you go and check her out when I tell you the shirts are cute like bruh I'm gonna need a long sleeve for the winter the short sleeve the tank top I'm gonna need it all <laughs> okay so make sure you guys go and support my girl and her brand okay I, I'm I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, Keith. So thanks again for hanging out with me. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode of College Girl Chronicles. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to this episode of College Girl Chronicles. And a very special thanks to my very special guest, Victoria, the owner of Latina 504. Head over there and shop Latina 504 using the code CGCXLatina504 when you check out.